Wilkins, Mr. Rack, down from the HR. <laughs> this week it was you that was hype about the song. <laughs> Good evening, Jobber Nation. I know this is going to be super duper weird, but we're doing a real audio soulful episode of the Jobber Tears podcast. As always, I am Janelle from HR here with Sir Wilkins and Mr. Black here in the booth. We're actually really in the booth. <laughs> like, I think the only way I'm going to get over this is I got to just joke about it. So we're actually in the booth. I feel like Cam, Jimmy, and Joelle from Dipset. That's how it's act. That's the kind of vibe I'm feeling right now. What about you guys? How how's your you guys this week going on? Before we jump into some wrestling business, what is that? How's everyone's you know week been since we've last seen each other? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's my yo. That's my shit though. <laughs> Shout out to Matt Travis who uses this as his theme song at House of Glory though. You definitely we here. <laughs> yeah, we actually can't go nowhere. <laughs> what? <laughs> go ahead. Today's a new day. Got the boule up in the suitcase. Go tell the Harlem. Tell them that I sent you. Go to August. I'm going to November. I need a purple up. Yeah, yeah, I know. I knew the words. Did you? You grew up in Harlem, and that's like Bible. <laughs> Yo, this is the only one that's making me feel better. I'm not even gonna hold you. We're gonna be bad ignorant today's podcast. Bad ignorant because you can't see us. Fuck the outline. <laughs> Fuck what are we talking about? Fuck the outline today. <laughs> Fuck dip, the outline. Dip, dip, set. Y'all about to get a whole job into his album. Mixtape dropping. Imagine. Imagine. I mean, sing this that go on diggy diggy for the bang the bang. This how Seth Rollins felt <laughs> when, when Dave Meltzer was talking shit. <laughs> Seth was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> oh shit! This is actually the funniest intro I think we've ever had in our lives. Oh, that's deep. It's why, this is also how Seth felt when Jr. said, "Becky's more Becky's over than better. you." <laughs> <laughs> Who I am? <laughs> Who are you? Uh-huh. That's what Jr. said. And then you cry, Seth. I really feel like I'm really like singing. That's hilarious. But um, shout outs to Dipset. I mean, it's a great. This, that was our probably like one of our best intros. No bullshit. Because I feel like we all were involved in that one. It probably is. But um, before we jump into, actually, we're not gonna say fuck the you know the whole outline because we don't work really hard on that shit. Um, before we jump into our opening segment, I do want to give a few house cleaning rules in effect. Um, Hold on. What the we fuck? Queens How did we here. Go? Jamaica Queens in the building. Oh, that's fuck. where we from. Y'all don't, oh, yeah, that's where y'all from. That's where the brothers from. Uh, let's thank my my shape is popping in the big Straight Wrestling and rap belong together. Shout out to Master P. Yo, play some Master P shit real quick. Play some masterpiece shit right now. Um, But as I was saying, um, before we want to thank everyone that has subscribed to our YouTube page, um, has added us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, You can always subscribe to our YouTube page on demand where we do not only have the Jabba Tears podcast, but we also do have... (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yo, you heard how they booed him? It don't matter right now. He's over. He's over. He got rap snacks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he got rap snacks. I don't think so. I'm sweating in the booth. Yeah, he Turn the AC up. <laughs> I don't even know why the fuck I got jacket on. Hold on. 
shit. We're ignorant right now. Shout out to Master P, House of Glory, because the other people ain't talking about it. Yeah. And you know who I'm talking about. Ain't nobody talking about the real the shit. The lighter folks ain't talking about it. What's <laughs> up? But we here. But we here. There's other podcasts out there, but they ain't fucking with us right now. Shout out to Deadass Girls. We like y'all. Shout out to Those Girls Podcast. Actually, we like y'all. Wait, hold on. Shout outs to 20 by 20 Podcast, Nate oh, yeah, and the yeah. team. Shout out to 2020. Uh, we fuck with y'all. Wait, yeah, nah. We fuck with y'all heavy. And I am super excited um, to be on your show within, was it in two weeks? So the day before NXT TakeOver, um, we will be, well, myself and Sir Wilkins, I believe. Um, and a few other people um, will be joining the 20 by 20 team. Um, and I definitely am going to bring a little bit of, of the bubbly for Nate, um, who just got married. So shout outs to Nate. Why are you putting his business out there? Because he posts on Instagram. When people post shit, it's, it's liable. You can maybe, talk about maybe that Maybe he shit. didn't want uh, our people to know that he got married. Fuck you mean? Yeah, he posted true. it on that 20 by 20 podcast. That's true. Instagram Yo, page. Don't put his business they out there. They posted that. You don't know if, that, if that's his Miss Elizabeth. It is. We don't know that. He didn't say that yet. Her. She's, she's really she's, sweet. She's a very lovely woman. Exactly. Shout out to Nate's wife. Now wife. wifey. She's my wifey. You remember, wifey. You, ever see, you ever seen This Christmas with Chris Brown? Oh it's my like gosh. one of my favorite movies. <laughs> no this bullshit. This Christmas. How does it go again? This Christmas and, and look around. Yo, but that movie is, I don't know what it is, but I can watch that shit over and over and over and over. But once again, shout out to Tony by Tony Podcast. Shout out to iPokes and Head Chokes. Um, Alex texted me this morning like, so I not a legend. Yo, shout out to Nate, B. Nate, this is for you. This is for you and your wifey. <laughs> but actually, uh. that's like his legit wife. Like, white, that song, Wifey, is a little, like... Nah, nah. We're gonna, <laughs> so, so, oh, questionable. Shout out to Nate. 2020 about pop. This is like karaoke. I'm sweating. So he really is. That's I'm all. sweating. And only love. You're my wife. Pop that Molly, I'm sweating. I'm not popping all really, these guys. You know what's crazy? I've never really listened to the episodes. This episode, I am definitely going to play back in my mind. I'm going to play You're this shit. You're my wifey. You're my wifey. This is the no. When you cheat, you pay that P, didn't what? Um, what? Um, I need a girl? I need a girl. <laughs> right, right, right. I need a... Oh, my God. There's acoustics in here. <laughs> the acoustics is fire. No the acoustics is fire in here. I can say something like... um. Hey there, Delilah. Was it like to New York City? That is so random, but okay. I I think we need to start the show. Yeah. um, So as I was saying, (laughs) you're nasty. uh, Please cover up. It's not. I'm not. This is how I'm comfortable. Sorry. Who's that? Ralph (laughs) Reds? Yeah. Oh well, stop looking. (laughs) And that's what Marinus said the same thing. Shout out to my son E. Whatever. Listen, I'll do my best. Um, but once again, shout out to everyone that has subscribed and supported the Jabba Tears podcast. Um, as we have cryptid, yeah, I, I feel like WWE on the low. Um, January 4th, 2020, um, one for all Battle Clubs Pro in New Jersey. Um, we will be there live and in color, and we will be announcing something really, really, really big Yo, that we're working on. Just don't move. You got a whole ass, like... Um, Huxtable sweater on Like take that shit off like, Is that Meredith? Meredith oh. you want to see me naked? <laughs> Meredith do you want to see me naked? Meredith I wonder if you're going to full gear I got a few people Who that's going out there yard? I don't know Yo am I It's a body yard <laughs> Anyway <laughs> as, What you said What's so funny Yo shout out to Ralph Reyes He said Let me in like the fiend you know Whoa <laughs> <laughs> So on, Ralph Reyes Is, is note, uh, watching on Instagram live right now Being a nasty note, motherfucker I'm going to definitely Cross my little legs Okay um, But as I was saying um, said, What up y'all Who said what up 
Elijah. Elijah. Oh, hi, Elijah. Um, but as I was saying, Battle Club Pros, first show 2020, January 4th, um, Jabba Tease Podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even know why we have an aux when we got oh, you. Right, right, right. Um, but we are announcing um, probably the biggest um, oh, thing in Jabba Tears oh, history. Shout out to Barry and Marks. Yes, yes. We got a big announcement. So we have a huge, huge announcement. We are not telling anyone it is a super secret oh, yeah, until January bitch, 4th. But just And females coo- on Coochie Web. Wow. Okay, like a this forest. Is, this is definitely the episode to listen to this <laughs> shit this season. Dick Hard's Pussy Wet. Wow. January 4th. <laughs> That is the worst. First of all, I don't think the owner of Battle Clover would have appreciated that was the tagline. Dick cards and pussies wet. That should be the tagline for like um, Absolutely last show. fucking. Dick cards and pussy wet? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, but speaking of shows, IWW has their upcoming show, Thanksgiving Marinette weekend. Would like to be in our live feed. Huh? Who? Meredith, might as well. Uh, well, you're the only one that's going to see Do you want to see me naked, Meredith? You will not get naked in this fucking booth. I don't know who the fuck <laughs> you, you want to see me naked, Meredith? You're my best friend, but I definitely, we draw lines. This battle lines on this one. But as I was saying, IWW has their um, show Thanksgiving weekend. Um, they are actually the host of our AEW Full Gear viewing party along with the lovely Miss Felicia Rose. Hey, Miss Meredith. <laughs> many people want to see that. That was a no. Actually, many people, men and women. <laughs> yep, I said it. <laughs> you are missing out on naked bodies. Meredith, when are you going to come up to New York? For sex. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo. Y'all wilding. That's hot. I think, oh, she does have a whole man. I totally forgot about that. Cuffin gave me $20. She, 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 my nigga Meredith rebound like round ball, my nigga. She bounced Yo, back like round ball. the ultimate bounce back. Shout outs to you. The ultimate bounce back. So we're going to talk about Crown Jewel. Wait. Ooh. She's trying to call you. She's pulling your car. Oh, leave me alone. <laughs> are you going to antagonize and then tell her, leave me alone? Okay, bye. Thank you for joining I love us. <laughs> But as I was saying before, we do jump into our opening segment. Um, IWW and the Miss Felicia Rose is hosting our AEW party this Saturday. So if you are not in Baltimore and you're in the New York City area, come join us. IWW has officially told us that they will be raffling off two tickets to SmackDown Live December 20th at Barclays Center. So, um, and then you can also purchase tickets to the show. No, no, because I just confirmed with Tom today. Like, I, I said, do you want me to announce it? Yeah. Um, and then also, too, you can purchase tickets to their show, Cheat Code, uh, where you can see the likes of Vince Steele and many, many more. You are really over there dying. I'm sorry. Ralph Ray said sex match. Meredith versus Wilkins. Last moaning standing match. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you, why, why is Ralph Ray so nasty and creative? All, you know what? He's right. Like, it's Yo, so terrible. Creative, Mad like, creative. Might have Yo, to, that should be in a porno. Yeah, whoa. Well, they do that. 
Whoa. Um, Extreme and wrestling. The next thing um, before we do jump into our opening segment is um, Warriors of Wrestling um, show Intergender uh, Warfare next Saturday in Brooklyn. Um, Jabba Tears Podcast will be sponsoring the match of Prolific, which is consisting of um, Isaiah Wolf and Marcus Marquis versus My oh, Sisters my in Wrestling. Um, Ariel Monroe, Big Swole herself will be in the be building. And Miss Tasha steals the Puerto Rican Boricua. I will not be cheering for that match. We will be neutral. But it yeah, is yeah, a Jabba Tears yeah, podcast yeah. sponsored match, yeah. so we are super excited. Oh, shout out to Big Swole to be on AEW last night. Yes, uh, Actually, no. Actually, AEW Dark. And, I, and we'll same get. We're gonna, no, it's not the same thing. It's rumored that she did get signed by AEW. But AEW Dark and AEW are, are two different things. And we will talk about that once we talk about AEW because that is not the same. And I have a problem with that match being on AEW Dark and not being on the actual show because you should showcase people that actually can, you know, wrestle. But anyway. Um, so Warriors are wrestling. Myself and I believe Mr. Black will be there. But if you do, when is it? It's next Saturday. Get it together. Um, and then, um, but also next Saturday you have House of Glories. Um, No Limit show. Sir Wilkins will be in the building. Um, and you can go see. Can I get a oh? I don't. (laughs) Nah, 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 nah. Jesus Christ. No Limit House of Glory event. Master P will be in the building. Also, Changing the landscape of independent wrestling in the Northeast and maybe, and just maybe, America. Wow. Okay, but you could also see the likes of Kurt Angle. Um, and yeah, that guy else? too. Oh, shit. And who else is on your... Um, t- um, me, Mr. Black. T- you're going to HOG. Yes. Wow, so, so, so fuck me, and I got to go by myself to Warriors. Uh, that's fine, but what? it's the same day at the same time. You got to pick and choose your battles, but it's okay. Where? Huh? Where is this where? What? Where is it? We'll talk about it after. It's in Brooklyn, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll pull up to the BK. <sighs> you just said, make up your mind. Anyway, but either one of the shows you catch us, the Jabba Tears Podcast, yeah. make sure to say, hey, what's up? How you doing? Hey, what's um, up? Hello. And then last but not I least. I pretty Jabba from across the ring. Wow. And last but not least. Because um, you're my Jabba Tears. And about. Two weeks time will be Survivor Series weekend, and it is one of our biggest events, viewing parties. So we will have NXT TakeOver War Games viewing party on that Saturday, um, November the 23rd. And then um, Sunday, November the 24th, will be our Survivor Series viewing party. So more information will be available within the next um, few days. So stay tuned for that. Um, but then also, if you are in the Chicago area, your girl will actually be live and in color. I will be at War Games, and I will have my Jabba Tears um, podcast shirt, so make sure to say what up if we have any viewers from the Chicago, the, the Windy City area. Um, but so I'm super excited. A- I'm, I'm, no, 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 and no. Okay. Very creative, but no. Very creative. Very. I, I will not deny your creativity, sir, but no. Okay. All right, so let's start our opening segment behind Gorilla's position. Um, so we talked about Crown Jewel last week since, you know, we recorded the day that it actually did air. But we have some fallout from it. So from there, you know, between now, between then and now, um, the team, you know, all the WWE workers got kind of stuck um, in Saudi Friday. So Friday SmackDown was definitely an NXT takeover, but we'll get to that shortly. Um and there were rumors behind, you know, like there were mechanical issues with the plane. There were um, Saudi owed Vince some money. There's a whole bunch of shit popping off. But um, with all of that, they were able to get back to the state safe. Um, they made it to Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, but also finding out that they were, 
also finding out that they have extended their deal with Saudi Arabia until 2027. So all that hooping and hollering and all that back and forth shit actually became a real bigger business deal than I think everyone else would have thought it would have been. So um, the deal that they started was back in um, April 2018. Um, And, you know, they've done, I think, about two shows a year um, from Saudi Arabia. And honestly, I mean, we spoke about um, Crown Jewel. It was not that bad. Uh, once again, it's it's a show that's not for us. You know what I mean? Not like a big, 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 big moments on the show. Yeah, I mean, honestly speaking, but um, it was girthy. But what? <laughs> that's extreme. Um, but what are your thoughts on um, WWE and Saudi Arabia extending their deal for another pff, about seven years? Just about so going to twenty twenty seven. Um. So all right, let's let's. Kind of be honest with ourselves here. It's about the money. Absolutely, it's business. It's strictly about the money. Um, it's nothing to do with and and marketing. It's a little bit of marketing as well because if you if you want to really think about it, you have it puts them on a global stage, and it also makes them make history. Like, mm-hmm. hey, being in Saudi Arabia, the first female match ever. Blah blah blah. This you know this and that. Right. Now. Overall, it's bad controversy for them on the U.S. side, obviously, because people have problems with that shit. Um, We don't know what happened over there. We don't. I wasn't there. We we don't know what happened over there. We can only make assumptions. And that's what most most of us who are do this journalistic shit in in the wrestling business do. Some of us have connects. I don't have too many. You don't have too many. You know what? We hear things here and there, yeah. and you have certain connects. But when it, this deal in general is about I get money, surprised when people tell me shit. Like, the, the, the last quarter they did, they supposedly lost money. But yeah, this... but then they ended up getting uh, like a mysterious six hundred million dollar deposit right before the end of their quarter. So... That's because that was Saudi money. Saudi. Yeah, that yeah. was that Saudi. That, that that was that Arabic. That was that oil oil money that that they got, mm-hmm. and it, it's. Like it, like I said before, it's only about it's money. This is strictly a money deal, and I think this low key keeps WWE head above water. Absolutely. From what I'm hearing, if they stop this Sadu deal, they have to cut back on the shit. I mean, how else did you guys think you got pyro back? Come on. No, no, no. And, and this is and this is something that we all got to look at. But the, it's on both shows. It's on both shows. It's gonna be on on the pay per view as well. We're also talking about they got a bump of money, but they're spending more money. You forget that. Now, NXT is live. Yeah. They're probably going to start traveling NXT a little bit. You're also bringing back Pyro. Your production team is a lot bigger when it comes to SmackDown. So money, more money is being spent. You're trying to keep your top talent in in WWE. So that means you're spending... You you have bigger contracts. Yeah. If they don't get this side of money, they got to cut back. Mm-hmm. Because that's an influx of money that coming out of nowhere. So, once again, it's business. This is strictly business. Am I for it? No. Am I against it? Not really. It's just one thing you just got to shrug and be like, yo, this is, it is what it, it is. It is what it is. Mr. Black, your thoughts on the deal being extended for WWE in Saudi Arabia? I mean, personally, how I feel about the whole Saudi Arabia deal is just like it's comparing the NBA to the China deal. Ooh, bars, bars, bars. Two, if you really think about it, 
them two was like was like kind of like unfamiliar territory for the NBA. This is unfamiliar territory for WWE. Just like how WWE tried to develop over there, you know, um, wrestlers. That's what NBA doing in China, and mm-hmm. also have like a big bump after the comment that the um, GM of the Rockets said. They said because of that, the salary is going down because of that. So. WWE has to keep this money up to keep up the certain salary because they are a big business at the end of the day. They are a publicly traded company, but they are breaking ground to be the first over there to do that kind of business over there. Yeah. Because you really think about it, that's the first time they ever have a women match over there. If Correct, recall, ever. If you recall, when I first talked about this in a couple episodes back, I said that. I said, at the end of the day, this is a good move because it's the best way to put your flag on land. You want to be the first one. You won't be first before anybody to do this. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're doing this, yeah, it's going to be treachery waters. That's what I said a couple of episodes Yo. back, like two seasons ago. It's going to be treachery waters. But you got to be one to take the arrows for everyone else. And after this, you got to do stuff to make yourself legendary in this business. Mm-hmm. And this move right Sounds here, like some it's going to be legendary. <laughs> Sounds like some job shit. We got to get a flag, side note. But I hear what you're saying, and I think that the Saudi deal... Um, like I'm, it's business. It's you can't make everything so personal or feel so negative about it. Like everybody, listen, you can shit on Crown Jewel all you want, but the fact of the matter is, is that Natalia and Lacey Evans were the first women to have a match in Saudi Arabia, a wrestling match in Saudi Arabia, and that there is nothing. How you feel about them only, only being them? I think it's dope. Because, and this is something way back, no one talks about how Alexa Bliss and Sasha Banks were the first female to have a wrestling match in India. Mm-hmm. They did that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, once again, you have someone that's legendary in Natalia, and you have someone with Lacey Evans who, outside of wrestling, has the credentials, you know, with her military background and things like that. And it, also, she knows the safety shit, so she'll go in there. She know what to say, what not to say, what to and do, what not least, to do. And them to the least controversial one. Yeah, it was very By neutral and honestly they have, like, speaking. You know, the blonde hair and all of that. But not you know. not only it's not really about the looks. It's just at the end of the day, I think it was it definitely was strategic for them to pick Natalia, and I think it was strategic to pick Lacey just based on her background and in where she you know where she's come from, especially with that military background. So I think regardless, you cannot regardless of what your opinion of the show is, you can't take that away from them or the company. Yeah. No matter what you say about WWE, you can shit on it all day or all, all day all night. But at the end of the day they are the ones that's making history and they're the ones that's you know kind of creating a path for other you know other shows and and other promotions and other sports to do what they're doing so you got to give credit where credit is due so let's move on um we're gonna talk about um let me pull up because i'm not on my phone now i ain't got no paper um welcome to nxt so as you know the last few episodes we've had rumbles and talk about people getting signed and they just released like a new class it was a small class um, of people that you may or may not know. Um, but once again, Shotzi um, Blackheart got signed, but also announced was the Smoke Show Scarlett Bordeaux, um, who if you do not know her, you know her from Impact and Ring of Honor um, and other ind- independent promotions around the country. Um, but I'm, I don't know about y'all, but and I'm going to ask you guys, what are your thoughts on her getting signed? But I think it is super dope. I think it op- definitely opens the door for her man to come because I would love to see Killer Cross. Oh, my son, Killer Cross. On NXT, you have no idea. So, um, what are your thoughts, Mr. Black? I'll start off with you. What are your thoughts on Scarlett being signed to NXT? Do you, th- and then what's, I guess, I guess in a sense, a dream match? What would you like for her, you know, what would you like to see her go against, you know, as like maybe one of her first few matches? Listen, what the young people say, 
20 I'm not ago. young. No cap. No cap. Oh, no lie. Years. That means no lie. I don't know that. Yeah. No cap. Your brother like, told I don't me know that. Who this girl is. I check out a few <laughs> clips of her on the um tube. Did you not watch Impact? Well, she hasn't been on Impact in a minute. But... See, exactly. Like, I remember her vaguely. But I mean, within the last year, she was on Impact. Here's the thing I didn't know, like, nobody has pop. Nah, she got hella pop. No, nobody has pop. The, the channel. No one has that. Oh. So it was just like, it was kind of like, I catch what I always catch. When LAX was over there, I used to watch LA, um, LAX matches. I used to watch, um, what's that dude's name? Um, I was like, Pop. Um, well, now Ohio now over everything. Oh, Sammy Callahan and the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that shit. We got to talk about Impact a little bit. But, um, but all right, I mean... I definitely think it's something that, you know, YouTube look back on some of her matches. I mean, you know, she isn't, you know, there's always room for growth. And it's something that, you know, I think we spoke about separately, Mr. Sir Wilkins, was how, um, like, her being on NXT, you know, her going through the training at NXT would definitely, you know, better her craft. What are your thoughts on her getting signed? I'm not a fan of her. I never liked her. I never thought she was, was anything a big deal about her. I'm not shitting on her as a talent. Obviously, she is talented. That's why she got signed. Um... The charisma is up there when it comes mm-hmm. to this the her charisma in the ring and you know her ignorance skills need needs to be improved. She never really showed me anything like spectacular. Oh. I think she's a, she's a little like just regular in the ring, like kind of yeah. blah. Um, I am happy for her because she was very unhappy at <laughs> super unhappy. Well, they were paying her. I think they were paying her like Doubt twelve dollars. Like it's it's super it, it was like twenty thousand a year, some shit like that. Like twenty six thousand. Like some shit I was making when I was sixteen. Yeah, like she was living with her, she was <laughs> living with her impact, parents. Right? Like shit. Yeah, yeah. she was getting impact. I remember some dude. He was from the army. I forgot his name. Years ago, he's a tag team with Shannon Moore. He was on welfare. I believe yeah. it. Yeah, because they don't pay well at all. And what, what they expect you to do is, like, we'll put you on TV, you'll get more exposure, and then you go on t- out to the Indies to make more money. Yeah. So so that's that's their whole, like, um, their whole business model. I guess the system, yeah. Yeah, their whole business model out there. So, But a girl like her, she's like, yo, I, I'm here. Some people aren't indie people. No. And I think she's true. one of those that's just, she needs a company to work for, and she'll excel. And I think she will learn a lot. I think she's kind of relatively new to wrestling in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be wrong. Listeners, please um, tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not a fan of her, just in general. But I hope I wish her well. So, before- Shati. Oh, yeah, Shati's pretty dope. Shati's dope. She, dope. she just got signed. Um, I forget the black dude's um, name who also got signed. Oh, to. He, he's a referee. Been around the game for a minute, so I'm really happy for it. Black Excellence. Black Hashtag Black Excellence. I'm here for it. So that's that's dope. Shati, <laughs> I've seen Shati live. Great gimmick. I kind of hope they keep that gimmick somewhat. Yeah, like I hope. I mean, of course they're going to probably change her name and stuff like that, but I hope the gimmick kind of stays because it, it fits her. It It's something different that NXT doesn't have. I mean, they already have a whole bunch of other um, gimmicks going on, but they don't have like hers. So I really hope they kind of like let her mold mold her into like being like guess TV ready in a sense but keeping that same gimmick I think works out better for her um so let's move on to everyone makes a mistake everyone we do at the job of TS podcast not everything we say is right so you know at times when we are not right you know we write our wrongs and of course uncle Dave everyone's favorite uncle has He's not my favorite uncle I mean, who's your favorite uncle my... uncle 
Uncle Dave. <laughs> uh, Uncle Dave out here, you know, going back and forth with Sethy baby, and he was wrong. Seth baby. Sethy baby. He was wrong. So apparently, um, Dave Meltzer um, had re had said something about a Vince McMahon led roster meeting prior to Monday's show, um, and and said that Seth was a part of that. And was completely wrong. Completely wrong. So, Uncle Dave was wrong, guys. And he issued a full statement saying he apologized for the error and saying that it is our policy in our newsletters and on our podcast to correct mistakes as soon as possible and to always clarify if there are misunderstandings. So, what are your thoughts on Uncle Dave being wrong? Is it is it something really worth talking about i mean i personally don't fall into the hype of of dave just me personally just because i just sometimes like to just enjoy wrestling without an opinion without someone either shooting it down or up or sideways like i just sometimes just want to watch it and enjoy it for what it's worth and for the art and the creativity of it and not judge it um so i personally don't fall into too much of Uncle Dave's banter or what he has to say. Not to say that his opinion is wrong or right or indifferent. It's just I'm saying personally I don't. But what do you guys think? Do you guys follow Uncle Dave? And if so, what are your thoughts on him? Um, You want to go first? No, go no, he's recording you. Okay, so first things first, Dave Meltzer is the most well, most well-known wrestling journalist ever <laughs> his ratings on matches is well respected like you always want that that five star match from uh, from dave melson he's like the original podcaster before podcasts were out of wrestling the team was before podcasts became cool yeah he was doing the um the wrestling observer newsletter uh, like he's considered very he's very well respected but there was a time where uncle dave was always right or a, a, not always right, but a lot right, right about a lot of rumors, because he was more well connected mm-hmm. years ago. Now, Uncle Dave kind of talks out his ass, and I'm just being honest. Do I like Uncle Dave? Yeah, I love Brian Alvarez's voice. He works with a guy named Brian Alvarez on his um on his podcast. Love the dude's voice. I love their I love their opinion. I respect their opinion. I love hearing what they have to say about certain things, but it's fucking opinions. Right. That's what it is. And I'm tired of people always acting like what Dave Meltzer says is the fucking Holy Bible. Or, yeah. Like, that shit is set in stone. It's the be all of it. And, 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 and you know what? I respect Homeboy for you know what? Saying, yo, I was wrong and retracting the same. That's what every girl journalism has, journalist has to say. But let's be honest with, with each other here. I've spoken to people who work for WWE, and they say this nigga is wrong 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. But we let him go because we're like, oh, it's Dave Meltzer because he's respected from the past. He had those connects in the past, but he doesn't have them anymore. And a lot of motherfuckers listen to this shit are going to give me shit about this and be saying like, no, Wilkins, you're bugging, you're stupid. What you know about wrestling? No, man. The dude is giving you his opinion. It's his opinion. He's hearing rumors and he's and he's saying it to you guys. And don't get me wrong, motherfucker. I click on rumors too. I love that shit. 
Oh, I eat that shit up. But I oh, know man. it's rumors. Me too, yeah, fact. We all eat it up. We as wrestling fans love fucking rumors. I mean, that's just people in general. Yeah, we love rumors. We love hearing about it. Sometimes rumors sometimes are true. Listen, he talks out his ass. Some shit might be true. But the biggest problem is like, yo, he legit I don't know where he heard that that from, but he but but he he's going off that Seth train of of Seth being fucking corny as hell. Like the rumor was that he said that for people who, who don't know what the rumor was, he said after the Sadu, the whole Sadu shit went down, Seth gave a rah-rah speech in the locker room. That does sound like Seth, though. His it does. It stuff. does. It, it does. does not. I don't think it, it does. Because he wants to be the leader. So it goes but off the I whole... I think tr- he's the leader of the locker room, though. But, but hold on. He wants to be the leader of the locker mm, room. So he's like be the face of the company. So it sounded kind of real. Like, yo, maybe he did give a rah-rah speech. Like, yeah. all right, guys. You know, some remember the Titans type of shit he did. But it was a total lie. Yeah. And Seth was pissed about it. Because... I'm already being played on Twitter constantly, but now you're making up a lie. You know how I feel about nigga lying on me. Sure. Do I? So I understand Jesus. Seth on that point. Everything Seth was else Seth was doing, all right, my nigga, you, you wilding out. But that particular thing, I was like, yo, you just lied on the man. And you put it out there. And it was a lie. Once again, shout out to Dave Mouser. You, you did apologize. But everything you say, everything he says is not the truth. It's, it's a rumor. It, it's an opinion, mm-hmm. and it's okay because you know what? We respect the opinion, and we respect that rumor. But don't, but don't treat that shit like that shit is like the holy Bible. That shit is even the, the Bible's an opinion. This ain't the book Hold of Eli. This ain't the book of Eli. It's not. It's, it's, set, Eli, it's not set in stone. And we and us as wrestling fans who follow Dave got got to take that shit with a grain of salt as well. You take Brian Shepard with a grain of salt. Brad Shepard with, with a grain of salt. Shit, I take I take us as a grain of salt anyway. But, but um, Mr. Black. Your thoughts on Uncle Dave. Um, and also, before you go, shout out to Vince Steele, who just messaged me. He's like, he's watching. So, thank you for watching, Vince. Appreciate you. But go ahead. Um, this dress is Walmart comment. Walmart. Someone says, shout out to S. Breezy Arthur. AEW's Target. WWE is Walmart when it should be Amazon. That is so true. I have to agree you with You said it. W. Okay, wait. So, hold on. Wait. AEW is Target. Yeah. WWE, how the fuck is a billion dollar company Walmart? What? How is WWE Walmart? Really? Come on. Let's think logically here. And honestly speaking, Walmart is bigger in the South than up here. So. But Amazon's literally all over the world. So WWE would be Amazon. That's what he said. Oh, I was trying to figure out where the the Amazon. He was saying he, and, he was saying that people say they're comparing WWE AEW how they compare like Walmart and comparing Target. Comparing them and not the fucking same. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, and then that's what that's what he was saying. The guy. But was no, saying, but what then, fucked me up was because I'm like Walmart down south, like in Texas. That shit is yeah, it's bigger than Target. Yeah, that's but what, up here Target is bigger. Yeah, that's what he's saying is that the people people put it on the same thing. Where as Amazon is a global market, it's a billion dollar company. Well, yeah. Um, he has the whole live feed craze with that comic. That is definitely factual. Um, but how I feel about Mr. Dave Meltzer, like I always said before, like I think that I've been saying this for years. Wrestling is a bunch of opinions, you know. Like if you look at who's the best champion, Bret Hart. But yet, if you take away his skills, Wait, excuse me, one of the best champions, quote unquote, oh. Vince made him one of the That's best because he's the Booker. It's the it's, Booker it's music. Literally has all the control in wrestling. When it comes to that, they are gods. So 
When everybody said that Dave Meltzer's this, this, that, a third, yo, a lot of stuff that anyone says is wrestling is not always true. So he's just the one that has, like like you said, he has that Excuse previous me. status being around the business for so long, knowing people, able to get that access. level of respect. Yes. He has clout. He has yes, mega yes, clout. Yes, yes, he has clout. Damn. But on top of we that, now, that. I just feel like how <laughs> that he becomes, like, his five-star rate, well, his rating system is... It gets too much of the hype because you literally hyping up certain. It's just like I don't know. It's like it should not be the end on be all. Cause there's certain matches I watch on Raw and they must have given like a three and a half. I'm looking like, did we watch the same match? But that's the thing. It's it's an opinion, so it's not yeah. you know it's not accurate, and that's why like numerous times I've told you like I don't go based off of viewing ratings because at the end of the day. I may you the we may be looking at the same thing and I may think that it's a fucking five star and you might have thought that was the worst match ever. Everyone is entitled to their opinion. It, and it's that's the beauty I feel like we miss out on wrestling sometimes is that we forget that they you know that everyone has an opinion and that this this is why this is here to to give you that opportunity to say, "You know what? I like this or I like that." Or maybe it's they not could like do this. Sports, it's but like, like how that your merit alone could get you to the top. You understand? Yeah, or like, or, or your your batting average, or batting you average, know, like, you know, which is kind of why I kind of I kind of do like the little like um like wins losses ties things that AEW does. I'm not even gonna hold you. I think that's kind of cute. But so, in my opinion, weird. going off that five star thing because I had to double check because I know he gave his his rating is weird and I don't understand it, and I don't understand if it's structure matches. One of the ones that I did not like that he gave a five star to. And I know people are gonna give me shit about this. Young Bucks versus versus Lucha Bros. That was not a five star match at all. And everybody's probably sitting there like, "Yo, what? That was a crazy match. It was a spot fest." What story did that did that match tell you? Absolutely nothing. No, no. Hold on. What did that What did that match tell you? And I'm not shitting on Dave Meltzer's rating system because once again, it's what you said, Mister Black, is that it's an opinion because he did gave Dusty. I mean, I'm sorry. Dustin versus Cody, a five-star. And that was almost a five-star match because that was a well-thought-out match. Now, when you th- the reason why I'm against him versus Lucha Bros and Young Bucks, giving give that a five-star match, my nigga took a fucking b- bomb on a fucking ladder and got the fuck up. <laughs> what story did you tell there? You popped the fuck up ready to do the next spot. I that mean, match was, there was no selling. It was, it was great. It was great, but it was a mess of a match. I mean, when it comes to that, my opinion when it comes to like certain that that match alone, I have to say about that match is you're grading it according to a different standard because well, we it's have your standard. No, no, it's whatever the like. If you're grading, that's like if that's like if a teacher's grading paper, you have a level of a standard that you're abiding right, by. As well right, I'm right, saying. right. I understand that, but in certain matches, you got to grade it to a certain standard. Like for example. You cannot put like the the grading guidelines for a TLC compared to one on one. But there's certain things you have to go by though. But the different guidelines. But, it, but the thing about don't you have to sell in a match regardless? Okay, but it's kind of like they're full of adrenaline, 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 adrenaline. Bro, if I'm falling through a a freaking ladder, I'm not popping. He literally popped back up and was ready for the next spot. That's one of the main things I got. To, that spot mm-hmm. that everybody was talking about, he literally popped back up. There was a lot of times he was hit and he popped the fuck back up. I get it. He is fucking 
Phoenix and his fucking and his brother. They're fucking amazing when it, when they take shit. But, bro, when you're not selling, you're taking away from the story. Wrestling's about storytelling. Because I'm because if me and you get into a match, you're supposed to be hurt, aren't you? Yes or no, brother? True, true. You have to look somewhat hurt, especially if I'm falling from a ladder. No one said nothing when um, John Cena. How many times John Cena got beat him in Palm and after the match he just walks off? Oh no, everyone, no. Everybody talks about yeah, everybody that. Everybody talks or about that. Or how about um, like <laughs> that is what like, they that, like, bad people talk about. Like how about how like every time that certain stuff in the match they but do not. Those weren't rated five star. That's what I'm talking about. I respect what you. I respect what you're saying, Dave. But sometimes it's like, yo, the rating seems a little off and a little biased. There's no logic to the system. There's exactly. No That's what I'm but saying. I think, says, no, says, but I think the Melson ratings are subject are, are subjective because he don't have a rubric which he, he which he f's the rating up because how does you one make five star but one doesn't? But and, I think the thing is, I think what the missing link sometimes is that we just don't know what the guidelines are. There is no guideline. Like, it's not, it's like yo, like I, he really liked the match. He felt it was a, from a one to five. It's a five. I mean, once again, it's his opinion. So it's his like, opinion, but I'm just gonna go. But that's it. Makes it comes back to what I was saying. It's Dave Meltzer has a re- very well respected opinion. And you know what? I respect his opinion because you know what? He's been with the in wrestling business for fucking years before any of before us were born. born. Okay, but Dave Meltzer is the Oscars. A lot of those Oscar movies are trash, but people do certain movies to get an Oscar nod. Certain people do certain stuff in matches to get that five star. It's like the Grammys. You know what? I even though I hate the Grammys, I still want that Grammy. I love even the though, Grammys. Even, no, I'm just saying if some rappers be like, "Yo, fuck the Grammys," they will still take that Grammy. Oh uh, no, nah, Drake some, still gonna hold that Grammy. Yeah, some wrestlers is like, "Yo, Please. fuck Dave Meltzer," but I still want that five star rating. Everybody wants that five star rating. You still want that five star rating? There is no universal award. Who sung that there's song? no. There's but so much universal. Um, Award system. Five star chick. Yeah. It was, uh, what's his name? Yo Gotti. Five star. That's my shit, though. That's what I. There's no real. Other than like the. Um, oh, we the gotta, call. We, we, got, we gotta make a call. All right, cool, 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 cool. Are you ready for the call? So we have. Um, so, shout outs to Barry and Smarks, who kind of so, is a trendsetter. Do we go to face Facebook Live, everybody? No. Brianna? For what? They're not gonna be able to see. Oh, yeah. Brianna? Yeah. Uh, hold on. You guys can keep, keep going. Um, what else? Ah, uh, yeah. So we gotta wait until. Who's coming on, y'all? Heel turn. Heel turn. turn. So everyone that's on the Instagram live feed and, and that are listening to this week's episode, you can follow at Heel Turn on Instagram. Um, nah, man. You have to understand, man. Like, Oh, my God. Keep that door This This so live feed is popping. We should shoot like this more. What? First of all, someone else messaged me and was like, yo, the live feed is lit. It is lit today. Oh, did you make the call already? What did he say? Oh, he's calling right now. Calling right now. Calling me. Calling yeah, me. Calling me. I'm enjoying this live. Say my name. Say my name. Calling me. Calling me. What? Say my name. You don't know that song? What name song is that? What? First of all, it sounded like y'all were singing two different songs. So that's what was fucking uh, me up. How about Bachelor Rush? Hello? Yeah, hello? Yo, bro, what up? Wait, hold on yeah, a second. Hi, yo, what up? What, <laughs> what up, son? Wait a minute. Shit. Shit. You Dominican? <laughs> you Dominican? Yeah, of course, man. Yeah. Sh- I ain't going to say of course like we know. Like we, yeah, we, so Oh, okay. We, we Haitian, though. We Haitian, though. No, they're Haitian. <laughs> She's Cuban. She's Cuban. I am Cuban. She's Cuban. She's Cuban. She's Cuban. We hate you, but we love you, though. We I love your the, women. We, the I'm sorry. We, 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 we family. We're the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, my love, do you want to introduce yourself to all the viewers that are listening in 
Um, on the live feed, you will not be able to hear this, but the, those that will be listening on iTunes, uh, iCloud, and yeah. Spotify, and all that jazz. So introduce yourself real quick. Let yeah. the viewers know where to find you before we do jump into um, Ready or Not. So go right ahead. All right. Well, um, um, there's really only one way to find me on Instagram, Hilltown, everybody. I mean, that's, you know, my name is Juan, for those that don't know me. Oh, he said oh, his name. Oh, yes. I like real names because then I feel like I know you. So, hola, yeah, Juan. Yeah, you know, you can call me Juan. You know, some people. Uh, it's, it's weird being called Hilltown right here. Don't, don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit is weird. Um, yeah, so um, how long you know, have um, you had your Instagram page up? And tell the little, tell the viewers a little bit about what you end up posting, and you know where your inspiration for the for your Instagram came from. Well, I've been on, I've been a part of this like wrestling Instagram for like 2013, 14 around there. It was usually um, around the time Daniel Bryan started getting hot. That's when I made like my first uh, Instagram page, and I was like, you know, um, I started wa- I started making memes out of watching Raws randomly. And oh, oh, let's fix this phone. Sir, are you on Wi-Fi? What's going on here? Yeah, you're breaking up, brother. You're breaking up. Hello. Oh, as he. Hello? You wanna you wanna call you want us to call you back? Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah now we now hear you. Now we're yeah. still clear. First yeah, all, so I, I, I just I just took my headphones off because they was acting weird. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. okay. I was about to be like, where you at? Because if you said work or anywhere else you were nah, supposed nah, to be. Nah, nah, nah. I just I just took the headphones off. I don't know why I was doing that. Nah, thank you for that. Thank you, thank you. So yeah, tell tell a little bit more. Uh, wait, so wrestling? Who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Of all time, damn. That's I mean, Triple H. Yeah, trips. There you go. Right. And you know, it's like he's, he's just he's just like he's always been an asshole. Like he played the asshole part, and you know he was he was the asshole Get by default. It. Ever since the MSG incident, he just he ran with that part of being an asshole. Everything he did, you can you can literally question all of his accomplishments, and that's what I love about his character. Because is it because of Stephanie McMahon that he's raised that, or was it his talent? And I always love that 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 blurring of the lines that Triple H's character has. So he always stood out to me. That's why he was always one of my favorites. Okay. Um, um. Last question before we do get, you know, we we're having you a part of the show, so we're gonna move on to the next topic. But yeah, yeah. Last definitely. question. Um, who's the wrestler right now that you would want to see that you feel like has the potential to being the top superstar? And it doesn't have to be WWE related. But is there is there someone that's like? Oh, because I was gonna ask, is there someone that's already in the process of it, or someone that? Yeah, like who do you think? Who's the next best thing? The next best thing, I mean, obviously right now it's easy to say Adam Cole, you know? Oh, okay. And um, uh, Adam Cole right now, that's about it. Okay. There's nothing hotter than Adam Cole. <laughs> Baby, look at that. Who do you guys think? That he, He's right. Okay. He is being groomed by Triple H and, and Shawn Michaels. Man, listen, when you come up on Raw and SmackDown and Triple Trips is behind you. That's what I'm saying. You know like, it's real. It's, Cause look, look at how Randy's career started. Yeah, yeah. And look, look at how Seth's career started. You know, it was with the Shield, but 
Seth Rollins' singles career started with Triple H. My only thing mm. with Adam is that he's small. Super small. And um, I say Bray. What? Bray's hotter. Because for one, Bray Wyatt, this man literally only wrestled three times. So far, he has de- re-debuted as The Fiend. Literally three times. True. We literally w- waited. We used to wait every Monday while everything else was bad just <laughs> to watch the Firefly fire, fire <laughs> Funhouse. Fun when his yeah. merch came out, everybody went crazy. Yo, I when definitely know music, a few people that did Halloween. Right, right. When his music was available to all streaming, music streaming, literally it, literally it was in the top five or something like that. So this man is literally is hot. I, I but think the question is Adam Cole. But the question Adam was Cole? next best thing. Right now you're talking about someone that has definitely rebirthed himself, but he is now currently the Universal Champion. So there's yeah, he is uh, the yeah, thing. He is exactly. the best Bray right Wyatt, now. You could say Bray Wyatt is Mister right now. Yes, yeah, correct. You, but but you. like Adam Cole, like I'm with you on that one. He is literally a good choice. The hottest thing right now because when you look at him, all right. First of all, if your matches are being literally handled by Shawn Michaels, that says a lot. Mm-hmm. That says exactly. a lot. True. That says a lot. The only thing, the only person I would say is, I would say it was above that, but he doesn't have, he's missing one thing that Adam Cole has, which is like that, that superstar. The connection with the, the ability to command the crowd. Yeah, he has that. Gargano, but Gargano doesn't have no, that superstar. No, Gargano's not trash. Gargano is not trash. No, I'm not saying in the ring, but there's no, like, I'm not sitting on Wednesday nights like, oh, my God, where's Johnny wrestling but, but, but at? But that's I'm what I'm saying, that. though. He doesn't have that superstar. He, he doesn't have that it factor. He does not. And Adam yeah. Cole has and, that it and, factor. And, yeah. And you know what? To be honest, he doesn't need it. He he's a he's a good guy to watch every week. Yeah, his job. yeah. Finn's about to put him you over, know, so it's cool. You know, you know, you know. He's <laughs> gonna make you care about what he's doing. That's all that matters. That's know? the yeah. one thing I will give him because he has charisma in the ring. But quickly, Juan, I want to talk to you for a second. What's up? What's up? Talk so one of the biggest reasons why I decided to ask you to come on the show. Cause yeah, because he he he's the one that not to say I I don't want you, but he was the <laughs> one that pushed All for right. you. I don't. It's okay. I know Let's keep one. it a whole ass buck. <laughs> I am the Dusty Rose of booking talent for this show. Um, <laughs> let's keep um, it. A, let's keep it a buck because most of the talent comes through me when I have to like yo. I think we got to book talent. Most I, of the talent about eighty percent. Eighty percent. I would definitely say sixty forty. Oh, sixty forty. <laughs> Wow. 60, 40. Now. <laughs> no, uh, now listen. you are talented. You are. You're a very talented person. You're a very talented person. You better I, own your worth, sir. I appreciate okay. what you've done for Instagram because you know what it is, and this is something I love seeing. I love seeing people with extreme opinions and they double down on their opinions. I don't care if you're a lover of AEW and you double down on loving AEW. Or a lover mm-hmm. of WWE, and you doubled down on loving WWE. We brought mm-hmm. you on as a team because obviously I gotta get their opinions on this too. Uh, it, 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 it says in a, a dictatorship, they were sure. okay with they were okay with having yeah, you on. About Dusty, though. But they were like, "Yo, have them on because you have doubled down on your opinion about WWE uh-huh. against AEW." And I wanted you to kind of elaborate on your opinion of AEW and this whole little mini war that's not really a war that's going on between WWE and AEW. Facts, facts. All right. Um, damn, this is going to be... Whew, where do I even start? Somebody left a comment on your thing and said, I hope you destroy those smarks. 
Yeah, oh, I'm like, damn. Who said that? Seriously, Somebody left so a comment on his page when he said he's gonna be on the show. I was like, ooh, this is gonna be spicy. Ooh, shit. All right, so 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 check it out. All right, who's this guy? A W. Yeah, check it out. I want to know who said it. I I watched the fucking show. Uh, can can we curse it? I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you can curse, curse. Trust me. All right, so we curse all I, I the time. The fucking show, right? And um, you know what? I'm I'm drawn to the show because it, it's the perfect storm. It's the perfect time for everything to happen. And it's like this boom of wrestling. Like, come on, huh? who's not going to be into Chris Jericho and Cody Rhodes, what they're doing right now? Like, you know, that's that's fun. I, I like it. But what I hate is the fact that they're doing exactly what Vince McMahon does and people are acting like they're, they're changing the script. They're not changing the script. They're giving you the blueprint with a different face attached to it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're now blindly loving AEW for everything they hated WWE for. Um, elaborate and, um, on that. Elaborate on that part you just mentioned. Like, give me some examples so that, on that. Yeah, so, like, I um some, something that even resonated was on Baron Smart's page. You saw how Baron Corbin even commented something like that. Like, it's, it's true. People will now blindly love everything AEW does, whether it's good or bad, and... Even 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 if it's trash, they'll be like, "Oh, it's still better than Vince because he didn't think." Of it. Uh, you know, like, can you imagine? Can you imagine if it was Vince's idea to have a guy wrestle with his hands in his pocket and and his sunglasses and barely kick people? I I love the gimmick, but you know what it is? It's like people just automatically hate something because they think someone thought of it, and then they automatically love. Whatever goes on that's not in mm-hmm. WWE, just because Vince didn't think about it, you know, like that's facts. That's facts. What 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 has Cody Rhodes done differently in AEW that he didn't do in WWE? I made the promo last night for one, and he's not wearing <laughs> face. Wait, 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 wait. So what about the storyline with the Cody Rhodes brothers and Dusty Rhodes and all that? Was he not passionate just as he was last night? You know what? I feel like there could have been. They missed the mark, I feel like, with that whole storyline, low-key. I feel like it was very, I don't want to say watered down, but it was very, like, on the borderline of, like, passionate versus passive-aggressive. Like, it was not, like, full. I mean, you got the point of it, and it was executed in a way for you to understand it, but there's a different level of passion uh, you know, when you're kind of working for the man versus you are the man, in a sense. That's true. So, I mean, I just feel like, you know, and we can talk about, you know, the promo, you know, one of the top promos of 2019. Um, oh. But I agree with you in that sense where I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. I, I'm not doing that because as much as I love Jericho and I think he is the GOAT, I do think that. But don't sit here and shit on, you know, when if WWE did the same thing and put the title on an almost 50-year-old person. Don't do that because that doesn't make sense. And then, oh yeah, that—that's my thing exactly. Keep going. And then the thing is, is that you know now, and it was something I spoke to Sir Wilkins about yesterday. Well, this morning, my issue is she you know spicy well, this full morning, gear. I'm sorry, I've probably been spicy the past two days. A lot of shit nah, going keep on. Keep going. I'm loving this. But um, <laughs> <laughs> my issue. You, you're saying exactly what I'm. No, but exactly. it's the truth. And you know what? People will sit here and be like, "Well, you don't like AEW." That's not what I said. What I don't like is that you're circling around an entire pay-per-view on two people when your montage of your whole company was putting people on the map. 
and you have a ding 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 and you have not really done that like once again you have the AEW women's title match and no one knows who the fuck each person is besides the person that you know that that won the title you have the tag titles which you know i'm so glad scu won but you have them versus lucha bros versus um private party like it's like you're Mm -hmm. using the same variables but if wwe did the same thing niggas now have a problem i understand that that's that's the only thing that's the only reason why i talk about aw the way i do it's not that i hate the product right I mean, I understand you're getting that. the same thing Vince gives you, but you just like it because it's not him giving it to you. I get that part, but my grasp when it comes to AEW, how everyone views it, this is how I view it as entirety. Literally, only been like a month and a half. It has not been as I've been saying this before. AEW came on air. I you could go back on episodes. Everybody gonna hype on a hype train for the first couple of months. That's Everybody's gonna hype it up. Everybody gonna put their sauce. Everybody gonna gonna amplify it. The nitrous. Every however you wanna talk about hyping up it's something up. It's the beginning up. of the season. It's right. The beginning of the season. It's the beginning. It's like when I watch the Knicks, I feel like Knicks Knicks are gonna win a championship and turn it around. It's just I need hope. You to be realistic. But okay. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yo. Y'all I'm saw a Knicks Eddie. Fan. I understand. Y'all saw the movie Eddie. Whoopi Goldberg turned Yo, that team around. that's my shit, low key. She turned that team around. Yeah, I wish she that shit was on that Netflix. Team around. Only on the Jabba Tears <laughs> podcast will you have the heel turn and my brother talking about Eddie with Whoopi starring Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Only on the Jabba Tears podcast. Only so, on the Jabba Tears podcast. So, you heard it here, folks. Right. Here. So they still gotta, they still gotta perfect certain stuff. They still gotta. What is their signature match? When you think of WWE, you think of the Hell in the Cell. You think of um, you think of the boiler rematch. You know, you think of my personal for elimination chamber match. You know, the best of Royal everything. Rumble. Royal Rumble on this Lion that third. Lion Dance match. <laughs> AEW. What do you think of? You think of the Cracker Barrel match, and that is their signature <laughs> right now. I, I'm being honest. The Cracker Barrel match. The Cracker Barrel match. Cracker that is their signature <laughs> as of right now. They haven't established their specialty matches. Yes, they took. The lights out match from Lucha Underground. Y'all niggas ain't low. I know where y'all got that from. Yo, can but, you explain that to me? Because I saw that and I was like, what the fuck is that? I just nod my head like, this is cool. All right. Yo, what is that? I don't question Are they it. cutting off all the lights is, in the what arena? Is, what, like, what, what the, the fuck is that? The lights out match. So the lights out match is unsanctioned lights out match with Kenny Omega versus John Moxley, which is another one where they lost the steam in promoting that match when you had that. You've been planning on that match since before Moxley even fucking signed AEW. Exactly. And you cast the spotlight only on the world heavyweight title. And now all the other shit is, is, for, is, is shadowed. I mean, other than that, I, though, that like. Shit is bad. Right, but. All I'm saying is this. This is their second, well, this is their first pay-per-view as a brand, as a weekly television show. This is their first one or second one? First one. First, first, first one, one as a weekly, first, yeah, yeah, as a weekly television one, yeah. show. At the end of the day, I, you have to judge all their shows on a curve because it's still the first year. It's just like, exactly. right, I've been in plenty of startup businesses. You know, shout out to Golden Crust. I was there from the beginning. And a lot what? of stuff we still got to figure out. Yeah. I swear to God. Eddie and Golden Crust. I swear yeah, yeah. to God. All the same facts, first of all, that should be the name of the episode. Second, oh, what's crazy me. is I feel like I learn something new every fucking week with you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what the fuck? Golden Crust. You know yeah. how to make rice and peas real yeah. Rice and peas real good. Rice and peas is fire. The more you know. Right. Gentlemen and ladies, real quick. Um, Hold on for a second. I want to jump in real quick. And so this is my opinion on everything. I'm gonna go. We're, we're kind of jumping all around, but yeah, yeah. we're having a conversation. Let, let's let's yeah. 
promo yesterday, the other day, was phenomenal. I want everybody to admit that. Can, can we, can yeah, we all no, admit that? Yeah, no, absolutely. Moxley put on the, a great... The promo? The promo with Cody. It, yeah, was yeah. Pho- it was phenomenal. Actually, both the promo and Jericho's video yeah. package. Yeah, it was great. Was great oh, as well. I but, enjoyed the fuck out of Jericho. Sure did. But I want to. I want to <laughs> touch on Jericho's video package. I loved it. It was funny. It was very. It was like The Office. It was creative. <laughs> now, we all know Jericho can do this shit. In his sleep. I lo- always loved Cody. I, you know I love Stardust. Yes. I've always said I love hey, Stardust. That gimmick was I Men and Jim. fucking love that shit, the shit out of that. Oh, yeah, I, I love the two. Yeah. Now, we, you guys spoke about how him, his, when his, him and his brother had a little feud, it was mm. kind of watered down. They were mid-card guys. Yep. They weren't top guys. So they weren't going to give them full steam ahead when it came to them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Can you say that again, please? Say it louder for the. They were say mid- it louder for those in the back. Jer- uh, um, Cody was a mid card guy. I always loved Cody. I thought Cody was amazing, but like you said before, Miss HR, he's the top guy, so he's gonna get more TV time, yeah. more ways to express who he is. Yeah. He's an executive at the company. Yeah. Yeah, now, but exactly. your, but does your executive say, "Listen, if I don't win, I will never challenge for the world title again"? Really? It, it, it's it's part of the storyline. That's perfect. But, I mean, that's, that's not perfect. That's it makes it so much more. It, it it gives you that, like, well, this nigga's going to win right. then. But, like, but, but what if he loses? Exactly. What if he loses? Ask, isn't Man, this is exactly what he did in WWE. It's always something on the line with Cody. He fakes this emotion and rah rah, my dad. But he's good at it. He's good. He's good at it though. It's what he does. He's his daddy's child. He's good at. He's good at because you know what? I felt that promo. I felt that promo. But no, it's nothing when Dove does it, right? Because now he's the one in charge. So it's it's. But but so you're right. You're 100 percent right. Everybody is right in this room. But when it comes to AEW, and I'm this is my opinion on it. They're a mess right now. They're still trying to figure things out. I love AEW Dynamite. I'm just keeping a buck with y'all. Yeah, he's the... Not say that he's the only one, but he's, he's definitely I the one that pushes it every week. I truly love the that. show. Because I love wrestling. And you mm-hmm. know what? You know what, ladies and gentlemen? That's what the mm-hmm. fuck it is. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more to that shit. Mm-hmm. Because like Janelle from HR said, and like you said, Ms. Juan, they got no storylines. None. 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 Zero. Besides Zilch. Kenny... Besides Moxley? that fake ass inner circle Besides shit. Besides Kenny and Moxley, that's it. That's it. And then you have Cody versus Kenny. I mean, I mean Cody versus um Jericho. Jericho. But if you watch AEW Dark and a YouTube, which is a problem of and, why your and, your better matches are on you, that you shit only on up. YouTube. So hold on, you mentioned this kind of low key one about their women's division. Trash. It's non-existent. None. It's, it's John Cena. Exactly. It, it can't be trash if it's not existing. I don't... They don't exist. And, and it's something that... I, it's something that I'm, I'm trying to, like, gra- grapple my head around. Now, this is the last thing I want to talk about because I want to talk to you about NXT as well. We're going to talk about yeah, NXT? we can talk about NXT. Have you watched NXT? Ooh, phenomenal yeah, yeah, yesterday. So, um... Ratings. The ratings just came in. hmm And this is something I want to touch on. Because a lot of people, Janelle doesn't care about ratings. My brother doesn't really care about ratings as well. But I always like looking at ratings. Yeah. Because it gives me an idea of where the demographic is at. I love numbers, low key. So the ratings ratings came in. AEW narrowly beat NXT. Maybe by like 20,000. By like 11%. Number two, Mm -hmm. NXT didn't advertise that the Raw superstars or SmackDown superstars were going to be on NXT. 
Well, no, it's an invasion angle. You don't announce that yeah. shit. Yeah, it's an invasion angle. So they didn't really, they didn't really talk about it. Did the invasion angle help boost the ratings? Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you one more thing. Mm-hmm. I have a friend, Supermark. I'm talking about this Ooh. nigga watches wrestling. I've never heard of. Like he knew about Amazing Red before he was an Impact. Goddamn. That's how, how much he's around our, all of our ages, but he's a mark mark. And you know what he yeah, told yeah. me? Well, he he told me, me I'm done with AEW. Mm. He oh, said, I gotta hear this. Why? He said the reason why, because it's all over the place. It's not making any sense to me, and it's something I can't grasp. I'm gonna watch NXT. Maybe that's why I don't grasp and, to and, it. And, and the thing is, the reason why I've said that there's gonna be there's gonna be they're gonna be about the same thing because they have the same motherfucking demographic. Yeah. People who watch NXT don't usually watch Raw and SmackDown, but they're going to watch AEW. So the reason why the ratings have dropped, and people don't want to admit this, is because the people from NXT watching NXT, the first two when NXT appeared, went to AEW. And they said, holy shit, this is going to be a better product. And it wasn't to their liking, so now they're coming back. Slowly coming (laughs) back to NXT. Or they're watching both motherfuckers on their fucking phone. And their TV. People have to understand that AEW is the same thing as NXT. Let's not get it twisted. It is NXT on steroids, and it's NXT all over the place. NXT is a better last week episode. NXT on crack. I I said last week AEW is more of a mix of Raw and NXT because it has a lot of crazy wacky. Maybe that's why I'm. I just feel so overstimulated watching AEW. Like I'm just like, where is this? Where is this going? Where is this going? Like with NXT, and we can talk about that now. With NXT, this past week's episode, you're literally building war games. You're literally building your cruiserweight, you know, title picture. You're literally. You know, gravitating to like even going past Survivor Series and who's going to be the next contender for the NXT title. Like you have, like granted, you you have all these avenues and they all yep. make fucking nah, sense. Nah, bump that. Bump can, I, that. Can, I, can, I, can I say one thing about NXT? No, no, go ahead, go, go ahead, ahead. Go ahead. Then you could go. NXT, NXT, in my opinion, right now is the most like organically orgasmic two hours of television, wrestling mm-hmm. or not. Like that's on TV right now. It's modern day wrestling. I mean, I, I like, get it's, it. It's so organic. Like everything is fresh. They're not worried about nobody outside. They're focused. Like, like, like you were saying earlier, every match has a purpose. There's number one contenders. Everything is structured. Like, I don't know. It's just a perfectly well done show. And I'm sorry that I have spent so long not watching it because I feel like as soon as they got on USA, it's just. All right. So, how it's I feel been about awesome. how I feel about um, NXT? I'll be very real. Y'all niggas forget that NXT started out as a reality show. Yeah. Majority uh-uh. of niggas was not watching it when Daniel Bryan versus Y2J on his first night in WWE in that singles match where he literally dragged Daniel Bryan and Daniel Bryan did that suicide. He countered it by slamming him into the announce table. Y'all was not talking when Titus O'Neil was basically acting the fool on there before the Grey's Roman Run when he slid underneath the ring. Y'all was not talking about none of this. Or y'all was not talking about when my son Tyson Kidd and my son um, Michael McGillan Cully was having those great series of matches where Tyson Kidd reinvented the um um, um, reinvented the sharpshooter. Nobody was watching mm-hmm. that. 
AEW yep. is going through those times just like NXT in the beginning. Y'all was not watching Cesaro versus um, Sami Zayn in those epic Sammy matches. Y'all was not watching. Um, y'all was not watching NXT on some Biggie was doing the five count. Y'all was not watching NXT. Bo Dallas. Uh, Bo Dallas, where Bo Dallas was dope down when the man when the name meant something. Y'all was, was not champion. watching. Right. <laughs> no, but let me finish. finish. Right. Right. Boom. Boom. Let me finish. Nobody was. Nobody was there when the Natalia base went down there to basically actually wrestle oh, with Charlotte and wrestled them. Nobody was mm-hmm. not watching NXT during that time because you know why? It was the aqua stages. It was their time when you grow your hair, you look like, dang, it's stuck, but I know it's growing, going to take some time. <laughs> Everybody needs to just be patient <laughs> with AEW and understand this. Y'all need to keep the same energy I had with NXT in the beginning. So my only, go ahead, sorry, but my only issue with AEW is that you have guys... That so the only big difference with the NXT beginnings, where you had people that were never top guys, you have a company that is being held at a highest with guys that have been in the business over twenty years. So there's no real reason why I can't watch Dynamite and shit don't make sense because you have guys like Jericho, you have Cody, that's a fact. you have. Bucks has been in the business over 15 years. You have Omega that's been in fucking Japan and in the States. And that's what they you brag ha- about. But, no but that's what I'm saying. You have all these guys that 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 shouldn't be a read. That shouldn't be so an excuse. Your question. Everyone's a question in this room. And on the phone. How many, everybody who's, you know, talking right now, collectively as a group, answer this question. How many years do all of them have collectively running a wrestling business? And that's what I was going to say. None of them have run a wrestling company. Now, and hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going with you because I was going to say this. None of them have run a wrestling company. That's why they brought a bunch of old heads to run backstage. JR, mm-hmm. Arn Anderson is there. Who I love. Um, Billy Gunn is I there. And they're trying to get other mm-hmm. people. There's other people that we don't know about. Shocking. Don't mean to catch you off. Fucking Lance Storm got fucking hired by WWE to be the producer. That's why he closed the school. Yeah, one of the guys, one of the guys that hog is from the school. Yo, I read that shit like two days ago, and I was like, yeah. "Oh shit, I know, that I know was about, why." I know about I mean, that. we spoke about why he was closing, but we didn't know if he was going to AEW or WWE. But Landstorm got yeah, signed to WWE. One of the dudes at my school goes to, went to that school. Oh sweet, dude's fucking amazing. Amazing, but continue. Like sorry. it goes to what Mr. Black says, and I'm and Juan. I want to talk to you about this as well. Is that none of the guys have run a wrestling company before? There's difference of being a wrestler. And running a company booking matches. There are they have visions of shit. They have visions. They have theories about what they want to do. But mm-hmm. it takes action. It takes organizing certain things. Yeah. And as much shit as we give Vince, that nigga gave you the blueprint. The only thing that Triple H has done is modernize the game. You know how that yep. double entendre, my niggas. Boom, boom. Double entendre. Boom, boom. Modernize the game. He's the game. <laughs> Wait, Juan, have you ever met Triple H? Have I ever who? Have you ever met Triple H? Is by far if you haven't the most nah, greatest nah, experience nah, nah, of all time. I wish, I wish, I wish. Just from that. You be there. at the Hog shows? I, I went to one last year, the one um, of SummerSlam weekend with uh, Amazing Red versus Oh, the big, um, like, the Gang big one. Yeah. Are you going to the one um, next weekend? Um, uh, I'm thinking about it. Is it the 16th? No, it's the, twel- it's the 12th, right? No, it's next weekend, Some, the 16th. Someone told me about it in November, but I can't remember when. It's, it's right, one. Master P is going to be there. Kurt Angle is going to be there. Okay. 
It's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be a huge one. event. It's gonna change the game, B. You can go to H O G. Are, are you are you guys popping up? I'm gonna he be there. He has no choice. Because I'm I'm I go I go to H O G as a, as a but, school. But and then you'll probably see Mr. Black that he could go oh, no, there. I won't be there. You know? I mean, no, I went, I, went, I went last year had a blast. I went with my Now you'll have a good time. You'll have a good time. No, you have a good time and then you can meet the boys. I mean, I unfortunately will not be there. I will be at a different show. But um it is okay. But to go back, let's elaborate more on your thoughts on on this past week in wrestling. What about that? Yeah, like, like what were some of your highs and lows this week? And it doesn't, once again, when we talk about stuff, it doesn't have to just be WWE or AEW yeah, yeah. or NXT. Um, what are some of the things this week that stick out to you, starting from last, from Friday SmackDown all the way to last night? Um, the low got to be, obviously, all this shit surrounding the, the trip back from Saudi. That's like... Nah, that was the best that, thing for them. <laughs> no, it was, the, it was just a low, like, hearing people just invent all these conspiracies and shit mm-hmm. like that's my word for it for the, Vince, the evil man who controls the world and pulls all the strings you know he he's the puppet master oh he wasn't getting money so he let them come on man who, who thinks of shit like that Dave Melso. no but I'm just saying it just <laughs> realistically it just did not make sense for them to come to be in Saudi and come back the next like that logistically does not that's not healthy hey some of the superstars <laughs> yeah. went no, and you know what? And that's why Brock was on first. So that made sense. But, like, literally, if you're there, like, all night and you leave the next morning, yeah. it's already afternoon. You get jet lag. Yeah, the yeah. jet lag is stupid. Yeah. yeah. I, get jet, I got jet lag so just going to fucking Vegas. Like, anyway. shit is yeah. wild. Like your legs might just fall in the ring. Like. Exactly. But, um, Shout right. out to Brock, who just came last week and just yeah, yo, stood Brock, around and huh? left. Are, are you guys liking Brock being on Raw and SmackDown literally like every week now? So I don't think he'll be on SmackDown this week. Yeah, he's new age John so. Cena. No, well, no, no, I know, but he's been what? Like the past two months. You know so what it is? It's there. it's that people, now you can't talk shit and say Brock's not on TV. Wait, why would you backstage? <laughs> like, what did Bray say on backstage? Oh, so Bray, first of all, Bray did the um, Fire Fun House on backstage. Mm-hmm. And he basically, like, first of all, this is how I know we get men in black all the fucking time because how the fuck is you doing the same segment when the shit burned down? Anyway. He rebuilt it back. He rebuilt it. See, that's what I'm saying. I think it's hilarious, though, like, you rebuilt it the same way. That was not paying attention. Rapid and rapid. It's like it's actually a metaphor for Bray. No matter what happens, he always will come and back. And that person, yeah, that little and, rabbit shit ooh, keep coming alive. Like Kenny from South Park. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what Bray Wyatt, that's what, if you compare, like, all the puppets, it's an extension oh, of Bray. Oh, they're pieces of Bray. Yeah. Every, yeah, if you don't so know that, rap is you don't know him. And the whole thing, that, it's him as a creator. Like, no matter what happens, it's his I always house. will This is Ruby where he Bill. creates. Correct. Now, I get it's, that. So, Bray basically it's, it's, said, hold on a second, love. Um, but Bray basically, like, just announced that he was going to be on SmackDown Live, and he just showed that he was the Universal Champion. So, that's just yeah. basically what he said. It what? wasn't nothing crazy. I mean, it's a good little promo if you watch it. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you all the details, but. All right. It's how, about, how about this? What was I got a question? What was your, what was your first reaction to seeing the Bray Wyatt Firefly Funhouse? Oh, it's fucking awesome! Like, I was like, like what the fuck? The very first, the first time, first time I seen it, I was just like, oh, this is where we, this is raw. <laughs> this is different. <laughs> this is raw. Like this is because it's like it touches. You know, once again, you have we're in I guess that quote unquote PG era. Yeah. So you have. Uh-huh. All the like, you know, you get yeah, kid fans, you know, yeah. the I, the adult in me greatly appreciates some like wild and crazy shit just because that's just what I think as us as kids we're used to is crazy shit. So now like kids, you know, out here like 
the fiend is more is is I think it's for us as the adults and like yeah, something agree. that we've yearned mm-hmm. for so long as wrestling fans because we just like we done with the kitty shit. But the fiend, I think it just definitely opened up the doors and it and it 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 I think tackles both sides because you know it has the Mister Rogers feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then it switches to not Mr. Rogers feel. So yeah. it's interesting, but I love the He has I, presence. I'll give him that. He definitely has presence. You know what I love about it? Because I know he came up with everything on his own. Yes. That's the beauty of it. And and then it's funny because people always talk about how WWE doesn't give you freedom. They give certain people freedom. Yeah. When you gotta com- earn the freedom. That's yeah. the thing. You gotta earn the freedom. They're so, not just gonna give it to you. So I, I appreciate what he's done, and I love the symbolism and everything that's part of the fire fund. The fun house. Mm-hmm. And when I first saw it, I was like, what the fuck is this? This is awesome. Very creepy, but let's see where this fuck this goes. And that's one of my biggest when I saw that shit. What about you? What that did you was, feel about it? That was my thing. That was my thing. The first thing I was and creepy. That's a word that I don't even like to use. And that's that's the first word I thought of when I heard Brain. When Me? I saw that, I'm like, what is this? Is this some kitty show? And then the way it ended with the <laughs> music, with the distortion and the Fiend mask. I'm like, yo, what is this? It's different. Um, it was different. Juan, do you watch any other like promotions or wrestling shows besides, I guess, WWE and AEW? I mean, yeah. All right, I've I've been watching wrestling for a long time, mm-hmm. and over the years, I've always tried to get into other stuff. All right, um, and I'm trying to like think. Ring Ring of Honor. I was watching around twenty. Yo, what are your thoughts on Ring of Honor? Because there? it's a piece of shit right now, but. What are your thoughts on Ring of Honor, the current state of Ring of Honor? Because I got a, I, I got a bone to pick with Sinclair Broadcasting, but that's neither here or there. Ring of Honor is is like the forgotten stepchild of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, at one point, it was the standard bearer for wrestling. It was where you came from to be a, considered one of the best. And now, it's, I, I don't know, ever since they got their TV deal, I feel like it's that's what people say that it's changed. No, it has changed. You have, and I, that's my grip is that you have a TV company that's, right. that does not know how to handle a wrestling business at all. And this, like, you're this, thinking you're this, not this, Ted this, Turner. This, this, this is one of the biggest like problems that most wrestling fans don't get. When you're on a TV network, they're trying to get viewers of all kinds to watch the show, not just, not just the casual wrestling fan. You know, they, they got to try to find a way to get Karen that doesn't care about wrestling to watch the show. <laughs> and you know, you know what shitty women, like shitty women's wrestling that we didn't like, like the Kelly Kelly era and all that. You know what that did for girls? Like, like it made them want to watch. Which like essentially, regular... is what, essentially is what Total Divas does low key. Yeah. It, it brings people that normally wouldn't watch wrestling into, into WWE. I agree. I agree. And that's the, that's the only reason why WWE is, where they're at right now. It's not because they're better than anybody. They're not doing anything differently. Only thing is they know how to cater to the right people. You know, it, it's one thing what AEW is doing. They're catering to the marks. They're catering to the hungry fans, to the fan that's like salivating at the chance of the possibility of dethroning the big evil empire. That's, you know, that's what drives them. But that's what I'm worried about, though. Because... That, go go ahead. Yeah. No, no, don't say no, it. No, yeah. It's it's my thing is that those those people that are salivating right now are gonna forget you. Yep, they're gonna get bored very easily. Yep, that's the that's that that's gonna be their biggest problem because right now they're on fire. Everything they're doing, the marks are reacting like it's the greatest thing they've ever seen. Sean Spears stands in the ramp with a chair. Oh my God, it's 
this is way better than the Fed count. Like, all right. And what's going to happen in, in next year in January when his record is what, like five and 10 or whatever? How's he going to justify ever getting a title back? <laughs> That's dumb funny. Um, before we're running out of a little bit of time. So um, I do want to end the show. Once again, we have our AEW viewing party this Saturday hosted by IWW and the lovely Miss Felicia Rose. We're going to be at Playwright 35. So Legends. Where's that at, Zach, for people may not it's know? It's on 35th between 5th and 6th. So you're just going two blocks uptown. That's I all know, it what's is. What's the directions like? Like, listen, Google the shit. Are you kidding me? We're is that in... a legend? No, no it's gonna legend? be. So it's gonna. Uh, so let me give you the direction. So it's gonna be at Playwright on Thirty Fifth Street between Fifth and Sixth. Um, oh, you can okay, you can take you can take the E train. You can take the N train. You no, can take the take... R. But I'm talking about depending on where you are, you can take the any train to Thirty Fourth Street and walk to Thirty Fifth Street between Fifth and Sixth Avenue, and you can find Playwright. It's in the middle of the block. Um, it's called Playwright Irish Pub. It's on Thirty Fifth Street between Fifth and Sixth Avenue. Any train that goes to 34th Street, you can find the spots. It's an easy walk. All right. Well, we're going to end our show off with some full gear predictions. Um, so we have the buy-in. Pre- Once again, half the matches. I had to look these up because I was like half of the shit. I didn't even know it was really happening. Yeah, because please. The please focus get the list, I don't know. Been... Someone get the list. Exactly. <laughs> literally. Um, so we have the buy-in, which is the pre-show. We have Britt Baker, which actually I kind of like her gimmick because it reminds me of Kane's. Like DDS gimmick shit. I kind of. That's the same thing I. Said. I kind of like, like it. I'm not even gonna hold you. And that's Adam Cole shorty. So I'm like, all right, I gotta yeah, give her a shot. Right. Like, I was like, oh, I can't really fuck. I can't say. But bad she was kind of side eye and definitely like, man. We'll have to talk about that. We'll talk. We'll have you back. Don't worry. <laughs> Hopefully next time in person. But anyway, um, so we have Britt Baker versus Bia um, Presley. Who do you guys have on this? Is the pre show. Versus who? Bia Presley. I think it's the girl she's been going back and forth it's, with. Britney's going to win. Oh, yeah, that's beefing on AEW. That's what I'm saying. I know who she is. Yeah, I'm going to say Britney because we know who she is. All right, we have, and this I thought was interesting, we have Joey Janela versus Sean Spears uh, with Tully Blanchard and his corner. I thought that was interesting. They haven't built that up at all. At, I'm gonna they say haven't built the up half of the fucking matches on here. Mm-hmm. You're going to say what? The concession stands win this match. <laughs> the bathroom breaks. Uh, I can't I'll joke, I'll joke, I'll joke. <laughs> I can't I see. No, I, I feel like this is kind of like I, I'm kind of mad they didn't build it up. But I mean, hopefully Sean Spears does a W because I don't know, y'all the last two matches no he. That's a weed break for me. So wow. I mean, you do have to eventually use the roll game roll bathroom. Yeah, you are ready. <laughs> so, so that's yo. They're booking this whole shit like a fucking indie event. Well, mm. that's what it is. You talk about two matches and everything else is just, just on the card. What the fuck? Um, you got Hangman Page, Adam Page versus Pac. Pac is winning. Cause I think they're gonna keep his um Pac, streak going yeah, going strong. Him. Um, yeah, Pac. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't care. I'm gonna fall asleep in that match, but Pac is gonna win. Yo, y'all got y'all. I'm dying right now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> now this one I'm the only one Taking this shit seriously <laughs> Everybody here No 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 It's gonna be Pac It's gonna be Pac Wait 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 But somebody's gonna Interfere at the end Of that match I just know it Ooh, Spoiler alert um, we, You said Biggie What you stupid um, We got the Young Bucks Versus The Buck of Youth The Formerly known as LAX We got Santana and Ortiz Come on man For the 80th thousand time Are you serious I'm dead The Young Bucks Come on Nah Santana and Ortiz Gotta win Because I feel like it's their first match yeah. on pay-per-view, repping New York and all that jazz, and you can't be True. in the inner circle and lose. So Yeah, and I no. feel like how that um the book of the youths. 
they oh, gonna get to I got, our guys. I got, I got, so I got a question for you. Anybody notice um AAW's um theme? No, why? Really the, and anybody notice like every tag team match, the hero attacks the baby faces before it begins. I didn't uh-huh. notice that. I didn't notice that. There's I guess the kind of running, the running for every yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, there's a, but once again, because it's a clusterfuck, I really just be like, oh, this is just a part of the clusterfuck. So yeah. what am I focusing yeah, exactly. on? Yeah, exactly. You don't even know what the fuck. Is yeah, going like on. I don't even connect the dots on that. I'm just like, oh, there's a running. Okay, there's a match. There's a referee. Okay, cool. Let's it move reminds on. me of Warzone, to be honest. That's how chaotic this shit is. Interesting. The game. Nah, nah, nah. How Raw used to be called Warzone. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The, the oh yeah, out. when like how nation and domination <laughs> always run into some shit, and you'd be like, "What the fuck yeah. going on?" Yeah. Or, or um, <laughs> or Heart Foundation were running. They were no, they were notorious for running back in the day. Oh, exactly. Um, <laughs> next match we have the Unsanctioned. Can you explain this lights out shit? Because I really don't know what that is, Yarly. I don't know. Oh, I thought you said Lucha Underground, so I was confused. I didn't know. Um, but we got John Moxley versus Kenny Omega, the match that they should have really kept pushing, but they they dropped the ball on. But who do you guys have? What, Omega John? or John Moxley? I think Moxley takes it. Yeah, I, I yeah, don't... Moxley's gonna win. I, I just don't know what they're doing with Omega though. Good luck. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I feel like they're making Omega like their sacrificial lamb. Yeah, because I think they're scared to push him to the to the moon because no, he... I don't think he wants to be pushed to yeah, the moon. True. That's the thing. Oh, you you think that's what you think? Oh, he wanted to take yeah. a step back. It makes sense because that was kind of like the pinpoint of him leaving New Japan because he was just like. I he did, he did all he, he I, yeah he did. I've he done all that. I can. There's nothing else I can do. I can't continue to carry this company on my back. And here's here, here's one thing I, I noticed about Kenny Omega. He'll talk mad shit on social media, or whatever. But when he's in that ring, that dude is like one of the most humblest guys mm-hmm. I ever. Oh, he's super sweet in person. Absolutely. No, I mean I mean in the ring, like he'll he'll give himself up for anybody. I, I see him do oh, that because so like, you know what it is. It's that Japanese training. Where and Canadian vibes, they understand mm-hmm. that I have to make you look good to make myself look mm-hmm. good. Exactly, he he goes. He's one of those people that goes the extra mile to make the person they're working with. And that's basic wrestling training. Your job is to protect me in the ring and also make me look good because when you do that for me, I have to do the same exact exactly. thing to you. All right, exactly. we have the AEW World Tag Team Championship and a triple threat. We have SCU of um, Kazaria and Scorpio Skies, Corny Loas versus Lucha Bros versus Private Party. Who should win this? SCU. SCU. Yeah. Who I see they might put the belt back on is Lucha Bros. No, please do, live whatever you do. I think. Do not do that. Yeah, it's just got to be. Do not do that. Because to me, that just, for that, Lucha Bros could have just fucking won the titles from the tournament. If we were going to do that, like that don't make Uh no sense. Um, We have the AW Women's World Championship match. No one knows who the fuck these people are. Um, We have Rio versus Emi Sutra. I don't know who Emi Sutra. Emi don't don't make me repeat this and you're going to be like, who again? Emi Sutra. Mike O. No, nah. nah, nah, nobody. No, I don't know who she is, and I apologize for the people that do. Yeah, yeah like I'm, if I'm y'all know her, please yeah. in our Jabatia's podcast Facebook group, please post matches and things like that of her, so we can be more knowledgeable yes, on that end. Please. But what I will being... say is that 
everyone, you know, we talked about Cody's promo. We talked about Jericho's video package. But no one talked about Brandy's video package at all. And that, honestly, was the hottest shit I saw. Because I was like, oh, she, oh, oh, this is what we're doing. Okay, because she basically low-key tried to introduce Kong. But it was done so well. Like, it was just like, oh, Brandy, I didn't even know you had it in you. But I'm glad that you do. Mm. All right, I'm, I'm gonna say this: Brandy sucks at everything, right? <laughs> but she's you don't let that stop her from trying to get better, and that's I love people who do that. People who, who don't care. What you say? Who just keep on fighting to get better? And this package right here. Yo, the video you had. Listen, if you have not watched the video package, and I think I'm gonna post it in the, in in on, I, on our I Facebook group. It. I was like, nah, Yo, I I caught that. it last night right before I went to sleep. I said, Oh shit! Actually, AEW is kind of genius. How they do promos? Nah, that video package is one of the best. It's, it's really t- good. Um, I'm gonna say why before you before I'm let me get this the thoughts off. You don't know how many times she took different takes just to do that. Yeah, it's like general. Bray Wyatt. That's right. exactly so, what Bray Wyatt does. Right, so <laughs> the conclusion I come mm-hmm. up with, like, AEW, one of the pros is they know how to max bad promos from their guys. So this is why they have pre-tape promos, to make these guys yep. look good, never make them look bad. So I kind of, even though how to, it didn't, like, you know, I, I, I enjoyed it, but like you said, everyone said, like, I see that fact that she's getting better. And regardless how many times she took how many takes? It came out good at the oh, final product. Yeah, she, she looked like a bad bitch. But look who her husband is, man. Facts. But she mentioned that she was just like, "Oh, you think I I got this? I got here because of who I married to and who you know his family is." Like she laid it all out on the line. I said, "Oh, sis." But the yeah. thing, but the tell thing us how is, you really but that's feel. how you support. That's what a good promo is, though. No, it was it was phenomenal and, and for her. That's what Cody did as well in his promo. Well, he leaned on real life shit. But mm-hmm. finish up. But, um, but that women's that- match, Ooh, that so women's fun. match. I'm telling you this right now. I'm. It, it's gonna be good. But I'm disappointed on the fact is. that they have good wrestlers on the, on that roster. But I'm disappointed on the fact that there was no promo done for this. Yeah. Half the matches there were no promo for, and that's and that's yeah. where the disconnect on AEW Dynamite you- comes from. Because like I and it's not to come. You know, I hate comparing shit because I, I honestly feel like NXT is just its own entity and AEW is its own entity. Mm-hmm. But you have. NXT, who's literally taking the time to build once again, not women. only, not only women having the first ever women's war games match. Come on, like some shit that Dusty created over twenty five years ago, yep. and now they're evolutionizing yep. it and adding the women to it and having two different teams on that shit. You cannot, True. you can't shit on that. And the and thing can- is, is like you sit here and once again, AEW wants to be the forefront and wants yep. to, you mm-hmm. know. Push, you know, push the LGBTQ community and and it's you know people that are on the roster of of that sexual orientation or the actual women that they want equal pay or they want them to have the same opportunities, but you're not doing shit. You're not doing it exactly. And granted, like you said, it's the first month and a half. It's you know we gotta wait a year, but it's just like there has to be a game plan to it, and I don't see like. Honestly speaking, the the I honestly think Nyla Nyla Rose should have won that title when when it was when the match yeah, happened. Yeah, should have been. Period. But once again, if you have because once she lost, where did she go? 
What happened to that you know storyline? What's going on, huh? What happened to that? No, I, I, but I'm just saying. I'm True. I'm playing devil's advocate in that sense. Has of he like, even been on since that? No. That's what I'm saying. Like you have Sunny Kiss, who's on AEW Dark. You have all all of the AEW Dark matches have been better than half of the AEW Dynamite matches, and it's crazy to me because and everything those shits have right been now, on YouTube. Everything. Yeah. And you only could watch it on there, but then, you know, when you're watching actual Dynamite, you're like, okay, this is cool. Mm-hmm. But um, last but not least, we had the AEW World Championship match. We had La Champion, Chris Jericho versus Cody. <laughs> it is, I fucking love that La Champion shit because that yeah. kills me. It is so Canadian. It's so Canadian, Canadian of him. It's ridiculous. But yeah. um, where it's a 20, it's a 60-minute uh, time limit. If in the event they go, they make, they go past 60 minutes, this is what I read, and I think this is the, the craziest shit, but it's like so Overtime. boxing, where they have three judges that will do a tiebreaker if they oh, go yeah, over yeah. the 60 minutes. Where they do that at? Impacted that a couple of years ago. And when they had like the, um Did that work? Yeah. Who won? Yeah, they had rounds. No, rounds are different. But it was because that's like having brawl for no, all, which honestly I think no, is still but the best. No, thing it was ever. judged by like it was done by rounds. judges. They're but they're not having rounds. They're having an Iron Man match. Let's call a spade a spade. I, I think this is this is. And if Cody loses, then he will never be able to um, get a title shot. Which he will never go after the AEW. He'll title never again. go after the AEW title. Does not mean that he will that they won't create a whole new title for him to go after. Go but Cody. you know, I, I cool. was gonna say that. I was gonna say that <laughs> Cody said he will never go after the AEW. He never said nothing about it being handed to him or getting another title. Cool. So <laughs> my issue with this with this thing is one, this match is gonna be long as fuck. Long. It is no need for his match to be an hour. I get what they're trying to do. They're in Baltimore, have that old school feeling, whatever. Um, they're going to be in Baltimore, right? Yes, they're in, they're Baltimore. in Baltimore. So yeah. those that are in the Baltimore old... DMV area, they not only have full gear this Saturday, but they are they are doing StarCast weekend, which I think is pretty dope too, yeah. starting tomorrow. But it, it's the thing is, you're talking about two guys who are old school, mm-hmm. and you have a bunch of millennials and, watching your match. And it's 2019 with where people don't like that. Oh, my attention span no is low. Yeah, your attention span is low. And the thing, it, it, it should have been an Iron Man match where you have multiple pinfalls. Because then I can get Make excited. I can get like, oh, shit, he got that one. All right, last minute, it's tied up. Then the judges come in. You know what I mean? There's no overtime. An hour-long match? Yep. Yo, if they make this shit hot, I, I'm going to have a newfound respect for both I of them. I mean, kudos if Jericho but, could definitely go 60 minutes. Uh, kudos. Another thing, another thing you got to remember is they're going to rely on the fans heavy. Yeah. The atmosphere is what's gonna make the match. It's not gonna be Cody and Jericho. It's the atmosphere. Like if if they lose the crowd at any point in the match for sixty minutes, you know how hard it's gonna be to get them Facts. back into it. Facts. It's one like, of those like you just gotta watch to see. All right, but real quick, you just everyone, gotta watch it and see real quick, exactly. who's gonna win, Cody or Jericho? I think uh, I Cody. think Jericho. Jericho. Cody. I think Cody. So I think Cody wins and Jericho goes off to be Fozzie again. No, I fucking love Fozzie, though. Yo, I saw somebody with a sign last night. No, was I like, said, fuck Fozzie. Yeah, I was like, like damn. If he goes to be Fozzie, that means he won't be on TV. Like, no, but the, thing, but the thing is, is that Jericho on TV is what's carrying the goddamn show. <laughs> that is honestly yeah. why I am tuning in. If I tune in, if I'm, I want to see what La Champion is doing. <laughs> and every oh, crazy... Don't forget Orange Cassidy. 
Oh, well, Orange is just Orange. And he, you know, he's a special. He's he's so dandy. And I fucking love Chucky T, so I don't give a fuck. Put Best Friends on TV once a week and I'm good money. Um, But before we go, um, Juan, a.k.a. Hill Turn, do you want to just do a cheap plug yourself, where to find on your Instagram and um, all that stuff before we do sign off? Um... Yeah, a little shameless plug. You find me on Instagram, hillturn dot <laughs> underscore. Um, you're gonna find a lot of bullshit there, but you're gonna find a lot of truth. <laughs> and if you break it down, really, you'll see what I'm really trying to say. You know, you follow go. me. Don't let the blind lead the blind. Ooh, bars. All right. Well, thank you. Thank Triple you. So, <laughs> you already know. I'm so glad I got a trips fan on the phone because they always look at me crazy when I talk oh, about trips. Oh, yeah. That's that's basically how crazy. I got started by um, Triple I, I regret like every guy. day that I was not at MSG when he returned on Raw because that pop is un- unmatched. <sighs> unmatched. But once again, on behalf of the Jabba Taste podcast, oh, before we, want we to, go, uh, um, yeah. uh, Barry and Smart said that you put them on. Low key. Yo, do you know him like in real oh, life? Oh yes. I don't know. This 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 is how um I so I'm scrolling on Instagram I, and I see very I, I never met him but I see a page. Oh, we gotta get y'all to and, meet. That's crazy. And I and I see some posts and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? This nigga out here is speaking. Did I write this? The fuck? <laughs> so I, I look and I go like I click on the page and this some person that literally just started Instagram. He had like maybe ten. 10 or so followers, maybe less. I know it was less than 100. It wasn't even triple digits. And and I share. I, I told um, I told my boy Ozzy that you sold out and uh, wrestling Satan about him. I was like, yo, we got to follow this kid. Like, he's speaking facts. And and that's it. Like, I feel like ever since then, like, all I did was that one-time plug. Everything else is like just him. That's all it like, takes. He, Oh, that's it. Every everything like I put him there, and that's it. He did everything on his own. Like he's just speaking facts, and then you saw the people just getting angrier and angrier. <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, kid, just keep on doing it." Cause the fact that Baron Corbin and EC3 follow him is fucking and right. comments on his shit. That, I guess that, one thing that's what gets me. So it's the weak. one thing like if people follow you, it's like, oh, cool. But like to actually comment means you actually read your shit. Exactly. But See, um, I've, I've, I've had people comment, but not steady the way. Corbin and AC3. See, like, that's what I'm yeah. saying. But uh, listen, now, now a he goal. He gave me the shout out, though. He knows, he knows you helped him. So now a goal oh, of man, ours is that you guys have to, you guys have to meet before the end of the year. Like that's just that. Like we gotta what do. That? We, I said you guys have to meet. Come to the my end birthday party for, for Survivor Series. Yeah, take also. Oh, Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah we have our viewing party. It is November the 24th. So the the weekend before Thanksgiving. Um, we'll be there. But once again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I'm no, thank you for having For you to come on, he'll turn. Once again, everyone no, listening, you you're welcome. I love everyone listening. You can once again follow him at he'll turn. Wait, is it he'll underscore turn or? No, it's he'll turn dot underscore. There you go. I was like, I knew there's an underscore somewhere. Um, <laughs> as we mentioned, once again, AEW viewing party this Saturday. Next Saturday, um, Jabba Tears will be live at either HOG, House of Glory, or Warriors of Wrestling. Um, and then once again, we are fast-tracking to Survivor Series weekend where we have our big viewing party. So once again, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the Jabba Tears Podcast. Um, as always, I'm Janelle's um, from HR here with Sarah Wilkins and Mr. Black. And we are signing off. Hashtag Black Excellence. Hashtag we're out.